Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your voice and just give him praise. Lift up your hands. Lift up your voice and just give him praise. Come on, let your voice arise. Let your voice arise. Lift up your voice, everybody. Let your voice arise. Come on, go ahead and pray. Come on, go ahead and pray. Come on, go ahead and pray. Lift up your voice, Rabba Shandaladiga. He followed on the Sephiliya. Melabon the Kelebel Shabalabana. In Palabama, the Kogaradaya. In Palabama, the Pelabado Shalabadia. In Palabama, the Pelabadosha. In Palabama, the Palabasha. In Palabama, the Pelabasha. In Palabama, the Palabasha. In Palabama, the Palabasha. In Palabama, Somebody say, God is bringing me into a good land. Say, God is bringing me into a good place. This year, 2023, is our year of what? The promised land. Our year of the promised land. Our year of the promised land. And that is a prophetic declaration of a certain desire, a certain uh, promise, a certain design that God has prepared for every one of us as children. When we talk about the promised land, we are for the children of Israel, they were talking about Canaan land, a land that is flowing with milk and honey, a land which is so big that it consumes and it devours its inhabitants, a land where there is no struggle for water, because the Bible says that the land is watered by the dew of heaven, a land where everything is in abundance, and the Bible said that and they eat their bread without casting there. It was a land that was flourishing on all sides. It was indeed a desirable land. A land that anybody who has it will not want to let it go. And that was a land that God had prepared for the children of Israel, even though they were in the land of captivity. Now, when you translate it into the life of the New Testament, remember in the Old Testament, that everything is in tides and shadows. It is examples Something that you can look to, what the chief people call in fact, it can be something that you are aligning the will of God. It is not the real thing, but it shows us how God wants the real thing to be. So, for us who are children of God, we are the spiritual Israel. The Bible says that we are the Israel that is of God, we are the Israel that is spiritual. So, God has also prepared us a promised land. Many people think that the land, the promised land, is heaven. So when we get to heaven, we have gotten to our promised land. But that is inconsistent with scripture. The promised land that God has prepared for Christians. 
Yes. It's not heaven. Are we together? It's not one day, one day. In the sweet by and by, we are going to get to this land of promise. No, a thousand times no. Because in in heaven, we don't we don't struggle. Are you understanding me? In heaven, there are no battles to possess the land. Heaven is a place of perfect and constant rest. There is no struggle in heaven. There are no Amalekites. There are no Jebusites. There are no Hittites. There are no Perizzites in heaven. So there is no battle to possess that land. But the children of Israel had to fight the battle. The Bible said that when they were to enter the land, they met the giants. They met the Anakites. They met the Perizzites. They met the Hittites. They met the Jebusites. They met the Hivites. And all the eyes that you can imagine. And these were enemies. Enemies that were to prevent them from receiving the land. Children of God. What is the promised land for a child of God? The promised land is a place whereby the Spirit of God, we are seeing the manifestation of all the desired promises of God right here on this earth. The child of God's promised land is a place of fulfillment of the promises of God right here on this earth. The prophecy that God gave you that you are going to eat and you are going to enjoy, that you are going to see progress, they are going to be victorious over the works of the enemy right here on this earth when you enter into that realm that is your promised land the place of fulfillment of the prophetic work concerning your life the place where there's no struggle between you and the scripture that says for your sake Jesus became poor that you might be rich where it is not just a desire but truly you have received and you are walking in the riches a place where you can truly say by stripes I am healed where sickness is not a problem for you by the spirit of God you have dominated the forces of sickness the forces of darkness the forces of negativity and you are living out the true life of a Christian to you when you are able to enter into the place of manifestation that is the promised land that is the place of your manifestation it is that place that you are possessing your possession it is that place that the desires of God Jeremiah 29 11. I know the thoughts that I think concerning you, they are not thoughts of evil, but they are thoughts of good to give you a hope and a future, to bring you to an expected end. When you are truly experiencing this, this is your promised land. But just like the children of Israel needed to battle to enter into the land that God had promised them, as a child of God, you need to learn also to battle you battle the battle of faith and also you battle the devil and his cause you battle the devil and all the enemies that have been lifted up against you the bible says that for we wrestle in other words there's a battle there's a struggle not against flesh and blood but against principalities one against what powers two against spiritual wickedness against the rulers of the darkness in this world three and against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places in Psalm chapter number 91, the Bible says that he that dwells in the secret place of the Messiah, he shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He shall say, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him I will trust. And then he begins to tell, he begins to talk about the battle that he fights. He said, for surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler. The snare of the fowler. The fowler is a hunter. A bird hunter. In other words, there are traps that the enemy has set so that you not get to your destination. It's from the very lost pestilence. So another thing that we are battling with are pestilences. Wicked, dangerous, noisome pestilence. Verse number four. He said, I shall cover you with his feathers, and I his wings shall you take refuge. His truth shall be your buckler. Verse five. Look all he says. He said that you will not be afraid of the terror by night. So that terrors by night that after us. Already I've mentioned about three categories of different enemies that are fighting us in the manifest in entering our promised land. He said, No, the arrow that flies by day. You know those who are saying, I'm afraid of darkness. I'm afraid of the night, which is flying the night. Well, the Bible is saying that there's also an arrow that flies in the daytime. There's also an arrow that flies in the daytime. 
So whether day or night, the devil is not sleeping. Are we together? Are we together? Whether day or night, Julie, the devil does not want you to say, ah, God is faithful. The devil does not want you to say, ah, finally, I, will, I used to suffer for certain things, but now everything is easy. The devil does not want you to say that. He said that the terrors of the night and the arrows of the day. Tonight, somebody is overcoming them all. Amen. I said, somebody is overcoming them all. Amen. Look at another one in the verse number 6. He said, for the pestilence that was in the darkness. So there's the pestilence. The first one was a noisome, a perilous, a dangerous pestilence. But now there's another disease that comes in the night. I said, and no, do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness. Nor the disaster that strikes at midday. So are you understanding me? Whether you are awake or you are asleep, the enemy is using all kinds of technicalities uh, to try to stifle you from the manifestation of the blessing of the Lord. From the manifestation of what God has put for you. Look at the verse number 7. Something amazing is over there. He said, no, and I'll give you a King James Version, please. He said, a thousand shall fall at your side. He said, a thousand shall fall at your side. Many, many years ago when I was a child, I used to see this as oh, other people are dying. Other people are being destroyed. So every now and then when I read that scripture and I turn to my left and I'm like, what are the thousand people who are dead around me? Because I was expecting that literally I should be walking in a pool of, in a sea of dead bodies. A thousand, I said, ten thousand. Glory to Jesus. And I'll be walking gloriously alive. Uh, the light of the world shining in darkness. But as I grew up, I had more insight into this, to this scripture. He said, a thousand shall fall at thy side. 10,000 at the right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. It shall not come nigh thee. Look at the verse number 8. Verse number 8. So only with your eyes will you see the reward of the wicked. In other words, it is the thousand and the 10,000. It is the wicked. Do you know what that means? It means that there are a thousand wicked spirits that are against you. 10,000, even 10,000 that are fighting you. But when you begin to walk as a child of God, you dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and under the shadow of the Almighty, every one of these ones, they shall, be fall, they shall fall before your eyes. Amen. Are you understanding me? Yes, Lord. So you need to understand that there are battles. So now we are going to press on in a battle. Listen, lift up your right hand. Say, I'm possessing my promised land. I'm possessing my promised land. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your head to the Lord, and I want you to be very bold when we begin to pray. Because there are enemies of our soul. We are not going to pray for very long, but I want us to pray with intensity. And you are taking the battle to the gates of the enemy. You are not waiting for the enemy to come and shout at you or come and do caca to be at you. No! That is how many Christians die. They wait for the devil to manifest before they pray. But you deal with the devil before the devil comes out of his gate. Yes, so Lord. he said that and your speech shall possess the gates of his enemies. Yes, the gates of those that hate him. Yes, the gates of those that hate them. Yes, are you ready to possess some gates? Yes, Lord. We are not going to wait for a sickness to strike us and we say that, ah, ah, God, help me or no. We refuse that. I said refuse that. Amen. But we are going to clear them and we are going to possess our land. Hallelujah. Yes, some miracle must happen in your land. Amen. Listen, we are in the month of July. The year is going. How many months are there in the year? Twelve months, right? Now, how many months have we gone? Seven. We have gone more than half. So, if if you are not going to be serious, when are you going to be serious? Are we together? Yes, sir. Are we together? Yes, sir. Is someone ready to pray? Yes. I want you to stare into the prayer like an articulator without breaks. And, and I want you to see a thousand demonic entities that have different, different assignments to destroy you and to prevent you and now begin to charge like a, 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 a drunken driver of an articulated truck and you are charging into them at full speed and you are scattering them until you get where you are supposed to get to. Is somebody ready to pray? Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say my father, my father. I affirm that this year is my year of the promised land. Someone lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say my father, my father. I affirm that this year is my year of the promised land. My year of manifestation of my promise. 
prophetic word. I shall lift up my voice and I pray. Any demonic entity, any satanic forces, any force of wickedness that have risen, have been assigned, and have been aligned in my path to possess my land. Let them fall. Let them fall. As I lift up my voice and I clap my hands and I pray. Let them catch fire. Say any demonic entity that works in the darkness, any force of darkness that rules in the day. As I pray, let them scatter. Let them scatter. Let them scatter. Say, oh God, as I cry out, any strategy of the wicked ones that have been set to prevent my entry into my land of promise, into my manifestation of my prophetic word, let it scatter. Let it be destroyed. Let it scatter. Let their strategies fail. Their strategies against myself and my family. Let them fail right now. As I clap, as I pray, I declare. I 
Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Christianity is not just about principles and dogmas. That is the wisdom. There is that aspect of Christianity. Many people end up mastering in that area. Oh, I know all the Bible verses. Oh, I know how to live a certain sanctified life. Oh, I follow all the rituals that I am supposed to engage. Oh, I pay my tithe. Oh, I go to church. Oh, I read my Bible. Oh, I do the evangelism that they said we are supposed to do. And so they know all the precepts, the lines. And so they are able to follow the wisdom of God. But that is just an aspect of the of Christianity. There is an aspect known as the power of God. Christ is not just, has not just brought us onto the wisdom of God. Christ has brought us onto the power of God. Can I prophesy over the life of somebody under the sound of my voice? By the power of God, you are going to possess your possession. I say you are going to possess your possession. The louder your amen, the quicker your miracle. I say you are going to possess your possession. In the name of Jesus, Christ is the power of God. But how does Christ become the power of God unto us? How do we see that demonstration of that power? Emphatically, it is by the third person of the Godhead, the Holy Spirit. Even yesterday and in the days past, I shared with you that the Holy Spirit is the power of God. In the book of Luke chapter number 1, the verse number 35, the angel Gabriel was speaking to Mary. When Mary asked, how can these things be? Knowing that I know not a man, a man. I have not been with a man before. How can a baby be formed in me? I know I've been to the best school. Oh, in, in Israel. And I, I, the be, I was the best science student. And all I know is that for a baby to be formed and a child to be born, a fertile woman must engage a fertile man. And then there will be a conception and there will be an implantation in the womb. And over the course of nine months, the fetus will grow into a baby and the baby will be delivered. The, woman, the baby will be delivered. And then I know it has happened that way. But here you are. I am a virgin. I have not seen the thing before. Nobody has seen the thing around me before. And so how can these things be? I can just imagine Gabriel laughing because he knows that God is the creator of the heavens and the earth. If he's able to create everything around you and even create your flesh, how can he not create a baby? So he told him that this is how it's going to happen. And that is how exactly how creation came into being. He said the spirit of the Lord. Someone said the spirit of the Lord. He said the spirit of the Lord shall come upon you. He said the Holy Ghost. Luke 135 please. He said the Holy Ghost shall come upon you. And the power of the highest. So immediately we understand that the Holy Ghost is the power of God. He's not just the third person of the Trinity. He's not just an identity in the Trinity. He is the very power of God. The very power of God. Anytime God wants to get something done, He uses the Holy Spirit. Acts 1 verse 8. Jesus said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So if you're a child of God, what you need for power is the Holy Spirit. You know, the other day I had a statement by one man of God who said that a powerless Christian is a, a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. And I had another man of God say that that is a lie. A prayerless Christian is still a powerful Christian. The only problem is that he's, he's not using his power. So, prayerlessness does not make you powerless. The only thing that will make you powerless is if the Holy Ghost leaves you. But when the Holy Ghost is with you, you are powerful. Someone say I'm powerful. Listen, this is literally real. You need to realize and accept that you are powerful. And power means the ability to bring change. You can change your situation by power. You can change your financial situation by power. You can change your health situation by power. Last Sunday during miracle service, I believe if not all of us, most of us were here. And as the power of God was moving, a gentleman was sitting there. You are around where Abraham is sitting. And he was, he, the man was a samurai. That is how he speaks. I didn't even know. How many of you knew that man before? He was a samurai. You know he was a samurai? Really? You have an audio recording of? Yeah. Someone give me a microphone. So, we went for so winning. You are new? Loretta. Deputy testifier. 
So we met him on the road and then. Pick your microphone and so that we, and we are doing the. It's like an interview that you have been doing some, some, doing some. Yeah, so you went on an interview. Yes, so we met him on the roadside and then we decided to say hi to him. Say hi to him. So, yes. so you told him hi. Yes. And how did he respond? He was like. <laughs> Please, this language was not good at all. At all. Yes, please. Uh, how, how was he speaking? Um, like when one word comes, you take like minutes. So hey. <laughs> it takes like minutes before. Yes. Uh. Yes. Ah, so that's why the other time when I was with him, he was just giving. Me. I, I, I thought he didn't want to talk. He was afraid to talk <laughs> because he knows that if he talks, maybe I'll not go to school. And the power of God was moving. Nobody lay hands on him. I saw the young man come under the power. He went on his knees. And then, at what point did this miracle happen? All of a sudden, the, the, the rope that tied his vocal cords. Near a woman in minimum armor owns minkas. And all of a sudden, Holy Ghost sanified it. It is a word. Please, you don't have a dictionary. Don't come. He sanified the thing in his throat. All of a sudden, the guy comes up. He lifted up his own hand. He said, ah, I was a samurai. I could not speak, but now I can speak. Whoa. Now it's our glory. How can somebody who cannot even respond properly to high, all of a sudden can talk? It is the power of the Holy Spirit. You remember Sunday, the Lord told us it was a, a special Holy Ghost encounter, right? So it was so everything was happening was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. And I thank God that God did not reveal his case to me. Then somebody would have said, like, Oh, maybe I knew it or I planned it or whatever. I thank God that I was not even the one who laid hands on him. That the Holy Ghost gave me a real encounter. He lifted up his own right hand and he took the microphone himself. He said, I was a stammerer. I could not speak, but now I can speak. Now I can speak. Somebody very soon said, I could not buy a house, but now I can buy houses. I could not buy clothes, but now I can buy clothes. How? By the power of the Holy Ghost. Someone say power. Someone say power. Someone say, oh, I could not marry, but now I can marry. Oh, my God, my God. Who am I talking to? What could you do, not do, but now you can do? Come on, make a declaration. Something that you could not do, but by the power of the Holy Ghost you are going to do. Come on, give you 10 seconds, make a declaration. It is by the power of the Holy Ghost. Hey, the man said I could not speak, but now I can speak. What can, do you want God's power to cause you to be able to do? Make a declaration. I could not see visions. Now I can see visions. I could not prophesy. Now I can prophesy. I could not heal. Now I can heal. I could not raise the dead. Now I raise the dead. I could not afford certain things. Now look at me. I can pay for them. I can pay for them. I can pay for them. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Was I know what Mary said? I could not get pregnant because I've not known a man. But now I can give birth. How? By the power of the Holy Ghost. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Listen, if we are going to possess the land, we need to learn how to engage spirit power. Spirit power. Without the Holy Ghost, Jesus will never have obtained the identity as Christ. Without the Holy Ghost, Jesus would just have been the son of a carpenter who was called Jesus. Or was called uh, Yeshua. So every time it was called Yeshua, 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 with no manifestation. Yes, this man was born, oh, of a virgin. His birth was strange. But Jesus needed to have an encounter with the Holy Ghost. In the book of Luke chapter number 4, ah, the Bible tells us he went into a period of fasting, 40 days and 40 nights. Verse number 14, he returned in the power of the Spirit of the Galilee. All of a sudden, miracles started happening. Now everybody saw him and said, no, this one is not an ordinary person. This one must be the child of God. This one must be the son of God. This one must be the Messiah that I have been promised unto us. Can I tell somebody under the sound of my voice? As you engage the Holy Spirit power, very soon your family is going to say, Ah, you are the deliverance that God has sent to us. Very soon your mother will say, You are the child that I have been praying for. Very soon your father will say, You are the one who is turning the situations around in this family. Somebody shout yes and give him praise. Oh, it, it can't happen to anybody. Look at our brother. No, who, who made him deserving? 
by Holy Ghost located in you. Listen to me. Jesus was an ordinary person until the Holy Ghost came upon him. Until the Holy Ghost came upon him. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with what the Holy Spirit and with power. And he was anointed with the Holy Spirit and power. All of a sudden he could go around doing good and healing. How many? Oh, that were oppressed of the devil. How many of them? Oh, my God. God is going to give you an ability soon that you can settle all things. You can settle all things. You can settle all things. Receive it now. If you can believe during this fasting and prayer, God is going to stir up that power in you. God is going to release that grace over you. If you can engage, see, I'm powerful. The Holy Ghost just spoke to me and said, let them know that they are powerful. Because I am in them. Look, when you wake up and become conscious of that power, miracles begin to happen. When Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost, in Luke chapter number 4, from the verse 14, he was anointed by the Holy Spirit. He went into the synagogue, verse number 17, 18, 19, he picked the Bible, the, the, book, the, the book of the law, he read, he said, hey, people, hear me, I have an announcement for you. Grung, 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 I have been anointed, oh, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your sight. He said, oh, look at this small boy. Look at this small boy. He, he, he opens his mouth from any angle and he starts talking anyhow. You know how many times we have been here and we have, and who, who are you? How old are you? When were you born? How? Oh, then God began to use him to demonstrate certain things. In the verse number, uh, in the verse number 28, the Bible said, all day in the synagogue when they heard this and they were filled with wrath. They even wanted to kill him. Oh, why? Because they were not seeing any change. But in the verse number 33, the Bible said that there was a man who had a spirit of unclean, an unclean devil. The man was filled with an evil spirit. That tells me that the Holy Spirit is an answer to demonic entities. And said, ah, and the man cried out with a loud voice. At the appearing of Jesus, the man cried out with a loud voice. What was he saying? He said, let us alone. Very soon when you appear in a place where that witch is, you'll say, leave us alone. Do you know why? Any Christian who is walking in the power of God, you are like a Holy Ghost whip. When you enter into a place, which is that is feeling the pressure. You are whipping them like that. Hey, my God. We'll be busy if you try to run in this station. My God. When you enter, no, and that one, there'll be no bus stop there. You do, ah, very sure. Ah, even if they'll get out, the mates will not hear. <laughs> punish the devil. I said, punish the devil. Look, when you are a child of God and you are a carrier, the demons all of a sudden started manifesting. Say, let us alone, let us alone. The man had not even done anything to them. Something was happening in the realm of the spirit because he was carrying the power of the Holy Ghost. Spirit power. Spirit power. He was occupying that place. When you are somebody who operates in spirit power, when you step into a place, you take over. Authority is given to you. So what have we to do with you? Jesus of Nazareth, are you come to destroy us? Meaning anyone who carries spirit power can destroy the devil. Tell me, destroyer. I want to see your attitude. Tell me, destroyer. My God, my God. You don't know the kind of thing that they have buried in your family. You better get up and tell me, destroyer. And in the name of Jesus, as you pray, you destroy everything that has been buried. Look. Nimando la talabaya. He said, have you come to destroy us? He said, hold your peace, come out of it. And he was gone. He was gone. After today, know that you are a, a demon caster. You are going to cast them out. Receive that grace now. I said, receive that grace now. As though that was not enough, you jump to the verse number 38, and, I, and he arose out of the synagogue, and he entered the Simon's house. And we went to Simon's house, and Simon's mother was also sick. He said, Mommy, why? I want to eat, I want to eat, I want to eat, and you are busily saying that you, are, you have fever. Touch the hand. Fever away. Fever away. What's happening? A man who has encountered spirit power. A man was encountered spirit power. The demon left the woman instantly. She got up and began to serve them. Verse number 14. The Bible said, now when the sun was setting, all that day, all that had sickness. All, verse number 40, please. Verse number 40. Now when the sun was setting, all they that had any sick with diverse diseases, they brought them unto him and he laid hands on every one of them and he healed all of them. 
He healed all of them. The devils also came out of many, crying out and saying, Now I cry the Son of God. And he rebuked them, suffered them not to speak. Well, are you understanding me? This is the man that was demonstrating spirit power. Someone would have said, that, Oh, okay, it was Jesus alone. But no, it wasn't Jesus alone. In the book of Luke chapter 24, verse 49, Jesus told them that you too can receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Remain in Jerusalem until the Spirit of God comes upon you. Acts 1 verse 8, he tells them again that ah, the Spirit of God will bring you power. Acts chapter 2, 1 to 4, the Spirit now comes upon them. Hey, all of a sudden, all they were afraid. Oh. They were afraid and they were hidden in the upper room. They didn't want anybody to see them. So even I'm sure when they were praying, they were just praying quietly. Because they didn't want anybody to see the ah, The disciples of Jesus, the Christ was, who, who died, who they killed, and then they stole his body. Uh, they must be there. Let's go and arrest them. So they were, all of them, um, over 120 of them. Oh, all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost entered the room, caused commotion. Listen, some people think the Holy Ghost is always gentle. Sometimes it can cause commotion. It can cause commotion. May it cause commotion in the camps of your enemies. The Bible said that all of them now began to were filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. All of a sudden, a new generation was born. All of a sudden, there was a sudden transformation in their lives. Look at the verse number 12. Peter, who was even afraid of a little child, a little girl, who said, I will slap you. What do you mean? What do you mean? Did you see me with him? What do you mean, crazy girl? Crazy girl. Eh? Who you, who me, do you know uh, when Jesus from the north and from the south? Look at my face. Do I look like him? The guy was a coward. A coward. But when the Holy Ghost came, the Bible said, and we all have missed and in doubt, saints, one another, one minute this. That's number 13. Then the Bible tells us something happened. All the smoking said, these men are full of new wine. Verse number 14. Verse number 14. And then Peter, the one who was afraid, he stood up. He stood up. Somebody after today, you are going to stand up. The reason why you are always afraid is because you have not learned to stir up the Holy Ghost in you. The reason why you can say that I'm a shy person, you cannot be shy. If you are a Christian, you are not permitted to be shy. You say, I refuse to be shy. You are full. The Bible says the righteous are bold as a lion. You are, after today, you are going to confront every devil in your life and you are going to destroy them. You are going to confront every problem in your life and you are going to destroy them. Every sickness, you are going to scatter. Receive that grace now. Oh, all of a sudden, Peter could speak and 3,000 people were won. All of a sudden, verse, four, verse number 14 of Acts chapter 2, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And about and fear came upon every soul. And why? Because many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. So just like Jesus also started doing miracles, the apostles also started doing miracles. What were they doing? They were stepping into their promised land. They were stepping into their promised land by miracles, signs, and wonders. Many people were transformed. Many people were changed. Why? Because the power of the Holy Ghost. Brothers and sisters, can I tell you something? You cannot manifest anything great without the power of the Holy Ghost. It takes the power of the Holy Ghost for everything. When we begin to pray, pray with all earnestness, the Holy Spirit, I need your power to be manifested in me. Like, don't let it be a joke. Let it be. Have you seen the pictures I'm painting for you? It is the Holy Spirit power. It is the Holy Spirit power. It is the Holy Spirit power. Look, when I was in uh, primary JHS, one of the reasons why I didn't like associating with many people was because I was bullied a bit. I was bullied. So I was always full of hate and bitterness. Because some of the people that I thought they would defend me, sometimes they would join the bullies and then they would victimize me. So I had a certain friend. Uh, Dennis, he was one of the macho guys, so he so worked as a squad. <laughs> amen and amen. So that is how I was getting some protection. I was very, I was, I was a good student, but I, I, I was, I, I was so shy. I was so timid. I was so weak. And so even when I go and stand in front of people, I cannot even speak. And this started even whilst I was a child, right from nursery. I was told to, uh, come and recite something in front of me. <laughs> I thought I finished the joint three sixteen. I'm with the foam. You I'm just trying to let you know the track record of my life. Then, by the grace of God, somewhere in there, in secondary school, Saint Augustine's College, first year, form one, somewhere in the third term, form two, first term, I encountered the Holy Ghost. 
All of a sudden, the one who was so timid could not talk to people, I became an evangelist. I'll be meeting people one-on-one, preaching. I was going from classroom to classroom, telling them that they have to give their lives to Christ. I'll be shouting at them, you have to give your lives to Christ, oh! <laughs> All of a sudden, me who they put me on stage, a quiz boy, and I cannot speak. I became the one who represented my school in the National Science and Mass Quiz Competition. And I was the center guy. Holy Ghost transformation. Something changed in my life. Something broke. Something lifted. And my destiny began to shine. Listen to me. Everything is by the Holy Spirit. This thing is not fiction. It's not like an Anansi can ah a Christopher Kama idea na aye de de bi aye no kre. Nyame unko go ba waso osisan chebre. Nya untumi nya no afi amawo honde na washa se oye. You see a change. You begin to shine in every area. Leko shegradisia. When we talk about the power of the Holy Ghost, it's not about falling under the anointing. No. no. Can I tell you something? The power of the Holy Ghost is not about falling under the anointing and shaking and I rave, blah, 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 No. When you have got to up and you leave the church after the falling and you go to your house and you see a witch and say, in the name of Jesus, take up. And then the person, that is the power of the Holy Ghost. You see the sick on the, you sick, the sick person and say, ah, I have come to heal you. In the name of Jesus, be healed. You pull the person and the person rises up. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. You go to your workplace. You are wearing your suit and your tie. And you enter there and you see that you have come to leave. You take it and you step on it and trample it under feet. That is the power of the Holy Ghost. You are walking and you are going, you go to the junction. You pick it up, take it to your house, break it out. That is the power. I said that is the power of the Holy Ghost. What are you talking about? I said that's the power of the Holy Ghost. Where we are walking without fear. Shakataya. Ay, 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 erade. Me, ye, bompai. Bi, wakumina bompai, ze, erade. What are my steps? shopping for the day. Somebody give the Lord some praise. My God. Ah. Two two That is those days in Chibum, three in Chibum with bread. But now, Master. That's a big idea. I made the abobo and then me Taiwan, I met Taiwan, some the cost of killing is too high. In the name of that is the power. What we receive here is not the real power, what we demonstrate there. When you see that financial problems are coming, you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare. The doors of money are open. Let it come. That's power. When you go to an interview and they say, ah, the job is done. They say, no, I came to take the job. And they say, okay, you have appointed you. That is power. That is power. That is power. It's what we experience is just as receiving the baptism so that we'll go and demonstrate. Did Jesus stay in the wilderness? Did he encounter the Holy Ghost in the wilderness? But did he stay in the wilderness? It was when he left the wilderness. That's why you want to demonstrate power. Today, when you live here, go and demonstrate power. Because you are a Holy Ghost carrier. Rise up to your feet.